Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, chaps, lads, <laughs> bruvs, LWO members from London. What's cooking? Good looking. It is your SmackDown review show for June 30th, the last day of June. Last day of the month is just like a good day to make sure that your Patreon subscription is up to date. I'm just going to mention that for no particular reason at all all but so it's it's a good date to make sure that your internet from bill London paid. who was how was your live experience <laughs> what June is first is a is a fantastic day to reset your router uh July 1st is a great day to make sure that Metronet or or Spectrum or AT&T is paid Kate any number of those things oh god uh, yeah, you, you have the worst internet I have ever seen. I am on hotel I have one internet. provider and they suck, okay? I have better internet at a hotel in London at 3 a.m. Somebody says, Leaving. isn't it 3 a.m. in London? That's dedication. Yes, it is 3 a.m. in London. Sean was doing a live is. show from the airplane, 30,000 yeah. feet in the air. Yeah, uh, but I'm here. I was at the the smackdown show in london it was a lot of fun i i honestly feel like being at that smackdown a couple weeks ago in lexington sort of briefly reinvigorated my love for live wrestling because i had a good time there i am a little bit under the weather as as you guys can tell but we're going to talk about a little bit about the show uh it, it was fun la night supremely over this guy I spoke to him briefly today, uh, that that interview, which we only got two or three minute interviews during these these junkets, which is a bummer. But you guys, you guys know that that's good enough for me to get some good scoops. And I talked to Bailey. I talked to Pretty Deadly. That was a lot of fun. Shayna Baszler asked her about the bite, asked Bailey about 
WrestleMania being left off of that. We get some good, interesting answers there. A Vince impersonation out of Shayna Baszler. Uh, so those will be dropping over the next few weeks. But uh, there there were some things that that went down, some things that, that a lot of people have questions about. A lot of people asking about Owens. As best I know, he was selling. Uh, every time in the past I have asked, is Kevin Owens okay? I'm told he's just good at his job every single time. Today, specifically, Kit Wilson and Elton Prince were – were working over the leg and selling the fact that they had the ability to work over the leg as well. So uh, I, I I am of the belief that it was a work, but that remains to be seen. I'll get that verified, all that. But uh, some Fightful Select news, by the way, doing a text-based Q&A over there right now. So subscribe, get that in. This weekend, we're going to have news on Ace Steel coming back to AEW what he's allowed to do. There's going to be a Beach Blast 92 retro review and news on a talent that's technically under WWE contract, which is nice. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of AEW contract news over the past week, including we revealed that Harley Cameron is under a full-time deal, but lots of stuff over there. Uh, just so much that we can't even plug. It's just too much. It's too much for me to do at 3 a.m., but things that I found <laughs> interesting. Uh, Fightful Select did report Shotzi was in town this week. Obviously, there was a reason for that. She had a pretty significant angle regarding that. Uh, uh, that was shocking to me that they went and did that angle after Vince nixed that whole match a couple weeks ago. But I'm glad they did. KE775 gets his super chats in and says, Hey, Sean, PW Insider is saying reporting there's a pitch for Charlotte to replace Selena and Money in the Bank. Have you heard that? Uh, I'm sure there's a pitch for Charlotte Flair to win every women's championship ever. Um, I haven't heard that, but I wouldn't doubt that there's a pitch for that. There are so many times when people will hear things that are get, that are pitched and it'll make their way to me and people will be like, well, I haven't heard about that. Well, yeah, it was a pitch. Until it's, until it's a, a thing, it's probably not going to get to the talent itself. But I could absolutely see that. I know that a lot of what Zelina's is doing wasn't, originally in the cards and her performance and reaction sort of forced their hands of that. Um, and speaking about forcing hands, Zoe Stark impressing officials so much that she was pulled from media to put her on the live events uh, this late this week as well. She was supposed to do that. Um, Hit Row, uh, Piper Niven, all in town as well, but they're not being used. Omos in town as well. So, uh, there, there's a lot of names that are being brought in to do media and to do appearances and just because they want to be, even though they're not necessarily on these shows. Uh, I talked to LA Knight today about the longstanding rumor that started last year with some less than reputable people that are like, oh, well, he's the favorite to win money in the bank. And he was like, that was conjecture. It didn't mean anything. It was speculations, hopes, all that. But even like he kind of agreed, he's like, maybe they heard it. Maybe they liked it. Maybe they they liked the reaction to it, which I think is is pretty cool. Um, but that reaction to him was unreal. Him and Sami Zayn specifically, just unreal reactions. Very, very cool. One of my favorite parts of these shows is exactly that, like these hometown pops that you get. We heard Butch get a really nice pop in this as well. Yeah. Um, what was the the kind of net of the live experience watching it at home? It felt it felt go homey for sure. 
uh, yeah. but, but a decent enough episode. But the crowd was phenomenal. So as I decided if I was going to this show, it's been a wild week. It's I mean, we've if you've subscribed to Select, you saw that I haven't stopped working while we've been doing this. And I was like, OK, what's on this show? It's like, oh, Roman's on the show. There's a tag title match on the show. There's a women's title match on the show. It's like, damn, this is a big show. This is a big SmackDown. It's a and, Paul uh, White. It is a big show. Yeah. And then, wow, the finish didn't quite happen the way it was supposed to. Did both Bianca KODs make it onto TV? Yes, but neither of them broke the table or looked good. <laughs> so it was so funny to watch it because she was trying to appease the fans. That's what she wanted. That was uh, very knows? obvious. The second one felt like it was fan driven. Like who knew if they were even supposed to go onto the table? Because those tables didn't break. But poor Charlotte is so tall that she can't like it's hard for her to take the move in general but on a table she had a handstand to get herself over oh my god it was so wild from that spot but i just want to say this i've covered charlotte flair's career for like the last eight or nine years i've never seen her in better shape than what she's in right now she looks incredible she looks like such a star her gear looked great in person too Bianca looked really, really awesome in person. Like she had a new edge to her. Asuka in person, like putting that act together has been really, really great as well. Uh, I don't know what was up with that Austin Theory Ridge match. That was like, real weird. A front drop kick won the match, which, okay, sometimes you got to win with one of those so you convince people that it'll work, but. Was, was it like, a rolling one too? Because that's even weirder in some ways. Like that slows you down. That was very, very odd. And then Austin Theory lost to Ray in a non-title match as a dark match as well. Oh. So it was very confusing in the arena because we got the hype package for Karrion Cross and AJ Styles, right? And it's like next week. Then they did the match tonight, like for the live crowd. So like there, a lot of us didn't know what the show was going off the air with. We didn't know if it was going off the air with the Usos thing or this carrying cross AJ Styles match, which AJ Styles won. Uh, despite me Yim being ringside, he did win wow. that match. Hmm. Did you get flicked yeah. off today or hmm. no? No, I did see her though in in the I'm lobby. Uh, she didn't get asked to do media day because she's not that famous, but. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, I wow. thought it was to protect you guys. I thought she could wow. yeah, right. her ass, so between yeah, her right. and Shaza. Uh, yeah. Listen, I just want to say this. Spencer Love, once my good friend, went back on his promise to not book Shaza McKenzie. How'd that travel to that show go for Shaza McKenzie this week? She sat at an airport for 16 hours. Yeah, I'm sure you, you had nothing to do with that at all, I'm sure. As a wise man who has never said anything stupid ever once said, you get what you put in and people get what they deserve. And that is from Only God Knows Why by Kid Rock. Uh, never said anything stupid. She was also on, on Nick Hausman's show, which I think is uh, she's making the rounds. I think she's coming back for you, man. I don't know why Nick would stoop that low, but I like Nick anyway. He's over here in London as well. Uh I did. I filmed at Wrestle Talk. I had a little note news bit on FightfulSelect.com about that. 
uh, did a few things there. But I'm going to give you guys a little uh, little news and notes on Fightful Select, what we've had over there. Make sure you guys subscribe. I had more on Brian Danielson's injury, his work on creative in WWE, some Logan Paul pitches, mm. news on WWE travel. We broke the news that StarCast is coming mm-hmm. back. Man, I, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, AEW talent Harley Cameron confirmed under a full-time deal. More news on Ciampa and Rollins, Scorpio Sky, Nicole Matthews. Uh, we had the change to Jack Perry's presentation, which ended up being the song as well. We were the first outlet to speak to Fuego Del Sol after his uh, AEW deal was, was announced as coming up. More on how WWE has tried to fence-proof storylines and match bookings. <laughs> we have PCO news. Uh, some some news on Braun Breaker, Rick Steiner. We made that a free post due to the nature of it. But uh, WWE, how ecstatic they have been about Judgment Day's performance. We had news on Osprey, Omega, their condition after their big match as well. Dakota and EO talking about returns and, and how they made that work. All that just this week in addition to so much more on FightfulSelect.com. And uh, we're going to have even more. Uh, I'm working on getting comfortable enough to bring those rundowns back. So for those of you asking, those will be back sooner than later. Uh, I just haven't felt comfortable with some of the, let's be real. The Vince changes have, have put a big wrench into those. And I'm like, ah, ah, I don't know how I feel about that. But one thing I wanted to talk about Darren Drozdov, rest in peace. Um, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but Droz was legitimately one of my favorite wrestlers at the time. My cousin, had got back into wrestling around that time, and he just loved the way that Draws looked. And I was a big Road Warriors guy, and I loved Draws. I loved him. LOD puke, they were calling him for a little while. I thought yeah. he fit it. I thought he looked great. I thought he had a good move set, his big jumping yes. back elbow. He could he could hit a sit-down power bomb on 300 pound plus guys. He had an NFL background. I thought like he was missing some of the charisma department, but I liked what he did and what he brought there. And it's a shame that what happened to him happened to him. And it was a freak accident. It was very unfortunate. Uh, D'Lo Brown has lived yeah. with that for a long time. And I saw some people tweeting some aberrant stuff to him. He's actually over here in the UK. And he. I, I'm glad that he was around good people and fans today. Uh, that, that made me very happy considering the nature of this happening. But Draw has gone way, way too soon. Way, and yeah. I think... I think in a different world, he and Albert could have made a really, really fun tag team as well, but they never really got off the ground, unfortunately. And uh, that's just that's that sucks. You hate did you mention? Did you mention the whole LOD two thousand thing as well? Was he he was in there? Yeah, right? yeah. LOD he was in yeah. there. I, I love that. I yes. Like still him pushing Hawk off that Titan yes. run was insane. Yes. I can't believe that spot. Ugh. Like we'd never seen anything like that before. Puke. It was it's great. I love that. And I mean, the beyond the mat spot is, yeah. is historic. Yeah. The, he's got a puke. Ah. He's got a sure. puke. Anytime one of my friends is doing that in the gym, I do that to them. Like, you have to. Yeah. Man. Uh, That's so mean. To hear that. I don't like to hear it. He's got a puke. Uh, also, you all didn't see this on the air. Wade Barrett got a great pop for his return. That was beautiful. Cool. I, I think I had convinced Santos Escobar to do LWO Lexington World Order shirts. That's very important. He should absolutely do those. Um, 
yeah, Brawling Brutes got a really big pop on the screen. Uh, Dakota Kai still featured in Damage Control's entrance. Uh, lots, lots of cool stuff there. It's it's very impressive to see how quickly they put up and take down the Grayson Waller effect. But man, when Logan Paul did the exit stage right and they were rushing him out of there, holy crap, man! All eyes were on him. Everybody in our section was trying to like get autographs, pictures, everything like that. It was it was very impressive to see. I mean, nothing as pathetic as showing up at. Uh, his hotel with four empty bottles of prime trying to get him to sign, but no, I can't uh, imagine how embarrassing something like that would be. That's real. My gosh. You'd be a, I would be a real loser to do something like that. Yeah, you do. I can't imagine anybody doing that. Oh that would be awful. God. Um, but He's yeah, gonna people are weird. People are weird. That's how I felt when I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so pathetic. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. <laughs> prime is good though. I can't lie. They don't sponsor us, but it's, it's, it's a pretty tasty product. I'll give them that. There's there's a lot of it in the UK. Oh yeah, big big prime place. Also, oh. like so, I've noticed they don't put salt on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been I've been training for an undisclosed thing of late, and I've limited myself to like one or two cheat snacks, cheat meals. Not this week. Every night, every <laughs> night, I'm trying to do candy. Everyone, they've got Skittles without shells on them here. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're called Chewies. I'm going to try them soon. Uh, Did you have the you, sticky toffee? Sean, is, is this your first time out there, Sean? Yeah, my first time. Uh, okay, so you, 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 you notice if you go to like a bodega out there, they have um, all the American food. They yes. have it in a section with warning signs on it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, all the American food. I'm in a really nice hotel, but... There's this really, really like tight, small bodega right next to us. You can tell they got this property a long time ago and they ain't going anywhere. And of all the places on the street, it's the best place, mm. except their sodas aren't cold at all. <laughs> and they're cooler. I don't know what it does, but I can't find my monster energy anywhere, yeah. the ty- type that I drink. So I've been getting vanilla Coke Zero. And like that, you can't find that where I live uh, in this specific bottle. Like the the serving sizes are so much smaller. Yes. It's like there are so many different things that you can get here that you can't get in the States. It's good. For one, a good internet connection. (laughs) Damn, Kate, what is happening right now? Is it because there's too many streams on in your computer? Hello, Kate? Kate? What websites are you using right now, Kate? Brutal. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell I'll you. I'll come what back. Kate Keep needs. talking. Kate needs the fastest VPN. Yes. <laughs> I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you got to protect your data. You got to protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com/slash/fightful allows me to do that. Allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get 
when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, NordVPN.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe. Be smart. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Sean, the only thing as a as a film producer and person who loves doing this for a living, the fact that the goddamn camera is focused on your mic and not on you piss me off so much every time I watch that because yeah. you're so out of focus. I'm like, no, what a great ad. And all I can see is a microphone. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to work on that. I'm working on my production into things ASAP, actually. But. Let me know. I'll make my way over to uh, wherever you're at and Lexington, we'll Kentucky. for you. Yeah, let's do it. Never been, gonna- so... I'm going to try to get some AEW people in studio in August. I'm sure CM Punk will come right by. I love that. I'm going to try to give him uh, his Fightful Award, and I just know it's going to be like the old (laughs) man on the plane that's like, shake my hand! I want to shake your hand! So it's going to be like, I just know it. But uh, yeah, guys, before I hop off here, please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We're going to have, I mean, let's be real. we got the most accurate Yes on the planet when we report something you don't you don't need to go by golly is mm-hmm. that true is that reputable i make sure it's true i make sure that it's reputable and if not i'll say this is a rumor that i heard uh, i will i will be very transparent with that and right now i've got a text-based q a going on and i'm just going to keep it going for a little while jimmy was uh, supposed to do a q a this week but uh schedule stuff happens but We've got a bunch of bonus shows for you this weekend, like uh, pay-per-view prediction shows or pay-per-view preview shows, and then uh, special review shows like Alex on Sour Graps and the like. So I want to thank you guys for letting me stop by at, uh, let's see. Go to bed. 3.30 a.m. Go to bed, you maniac. 1 a.m. local. I don't think I'm going (laughs) to. I demand it. You are sick, sir. Yeah, but but you're gonna get real meds out there. That's the thing. So don't worry about it. You go down there to the bodega. Well, let me tell meds. you. Let me tell you. Is it because they spell Claritin wrong here? Oh. Is it? Did they spell it wrong, or is it like how they spell color and center, where it's just different? Maybe ibuprofen. But here's here's what I respect. It's got Braille. And listen, hold on. I'm gonna read it in Braille. Ibuprofen. Wow, the man. Wow, look at you. Unbelievable. I'm I'm trying to learn a little bit of Spanish. Now I know how to how to do Braille. Hell yeah, I'm gonna do all of our podcasts in Braille. I don't think that you know what? That's a great idea, Sean. For less than a box of Claritin, you can get yourself FIFO Select, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I can't top that. I'm getting out of here. Thank you guys. Later, brother. Bye. Well, well, well. Nice well, to have I mean, the bruv stop by. The lad, the chat. 3.30 a.m. He's a maniac. He's out of his mind. But here's the thing. That's like not that different than how he normally works. Like he's always up very, very late. But he's sick yeah. and in London. So now he's like on a, a time difference with it. But guys, we're going to get our regular show kind of underway here. We got some super chats and some humper chats that came in that were not for Sean because he's not the only person that generates <laughs> the love. Okay, we've got Auntie Collins asking me what figures I have. 
I got Eddie Kingston partner. Oh, me too. I got CM Punk. Of course. I got CM Punk. And I have Eddie Guerrero. Oh, I got that one too. And, I'm here for Poppy. Uh, I have the dog collar match set. Oh, you got that? <laughs> He's the best. Oh, that's so um, awesome. I did. It's it's it looks amazing. It looks amazing. Um, would strongly recommend. Actually, worth the money considering how expensive it was. Um, <laughs> and what else we got going on? Matthew Plus saying Katie has the worst of a lot of things, including bangs. You know what? Wow. It's your birthday today. So I'm going to say thank you for the money. Enjoy your little insult. It's the only one I'm giving you. Move along. All right. Her bangs look pretty okay today. And I'm going to lie to you guys. My bangs look all right. My yeah. bangs look fine. The They're bangs not the best. They're not the, the worst. Oh, I wish. My internet would be great then. My internet would be fantastic. Guys. Weird start to the show because of my internet and Sean joining, but we are going to do kind of the traditional reminder. Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats, leave a thumbs up on this video. You can support us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Sean Plug do everything you could possibly want on Fightful Select, but we will remind you also that Alex Pulowski and I will be live with a Money in the Bank alternative review to the one that is behind the paywall if you if you like to get sour, we'll see what tomorrow brings, but we'll be having a lot of fun back there as well. Lots of added value back there. Not only do you get all the scoops in the game, but that that text Q&A, you get continuation shows, you get retro reviews. Sean does his figure hauls from time to time. A lot of added value. Stuff coming out every day over there on Fightful Select. So subscribe for $5. And also a reminder to subscribe to this YouTube channel. We're creeping, creeping up toward 100,000, and Sean is kind of proactively doing a little bit more with that. There's going to be actual content that is for subscribers only. So before it, it hasn't really been that. So um, we are working on building out more value for our free platforms too, but nothing beats Fightful Select and nothing beats my co-host, Alex Cardoza. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing excellent. Poor Sean. We started off the show with a little sniffle, but ended it with a Little little happy it's moment there, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, but SmackDown wasn't bad today. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't also that bad. The crowd had fun. That's all that we care about, people having a good time. It was a very go-homey, go-home show. I'm go like, homey. <laughs> it, it just was. Like, there wasn't a ton of in-ring action on it. Like, all the ankles are going to be wrapping up tomorrow, not today, right? So um, I didn't have expectations that were that high. I'm just having one of those days slash weeks where I'm like, just so in love with wrestling i don't even care it's just like a beautiful, weird it's thing beautiful like, it's a beautiful time right now i keep on I saying that wrestling i've got all these like fujimari matches that people yeah. have been giving me to watch i'm gonna watch them this weekend yoshinari matches that i'm gonna be watching too i'm excited love this this is fun but we are gonna stick in wwe world as sean noted um the passing of draws as well mm. for those of you who are less familiar because his career was on the shorter end unfortunately he was a football player and a wrestler with WWE who sustained a career-ending injury on a power bomb of all things um, and was quadriplegic for a little bit, but did eventually uh, regain use of a lot of his upper extremities. And he stayed in the business. He wrote columns and uh, spoke about his injury. And mm -hmm. uh, he had a lot of medical complications, unfortunately, at the end of his life. So a life cut far too short, a career cut far too short 
Um, so we we do remember him and uh, of course everything that he he gave to us most he known did. for like an and attitude you, era gimmick. But and you was, said writer, he definitely wrote. He was uh, McMahon kept them around for a long time when the magazine was uh, was out. Uh, he wrote on the magazine, I believe, and he also mm-hmm. wrote on WW.com after the magazine disappeared. So he he was there for a long time. He was. He was. He contributed for a long time to the industry. So um, he will most certainly be missed. And just just a, all, all too young. I think he was only 54. So yeah. And I'll also just remind everybody that it's the last day of Pride Month. Some weird stuff going on in the world. Fightful's for everyone. Wrestling is for everyone. You are safe here. We have the best moderators in the game. Yep. Led by Luis, the GOATS. But let's dive into some SmackDown. We start with our world tag team champions, our undisputed WWE tag team champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, who beat pretty deadly with an F disco ball. Uh, as our wonderful moderator, Luis, points out, this was a, a perfectly fine match. Kevin Owens is real good at selling injuries. I bought that injury spot hook, lighten, and sinker. I hope he's all right. Um, but he wins with the stunner to Price and Sammy just with a... A halluva halluva kick, a hell of a halluva kick on Wilson for the pin to retain. Uh, this was the right call, but Pretty Deadly is really good. And they got a nice hometown reaction. It was really nice to see them in the ring. I always pop for that twin magic spot because it's so egregious. Like the only thing matching about them is their gear. They have different color hair. They have different looks about them entirely. But it makes me laugh pretty much every time. I love it, but great to see them in front of their, you know, their home crowd. And even though they got the loss here, I I thought it was a a really decent match to start us off. The scary-ish spot that I'm referring to was in the ring. We have Owens hitting a super kick and a cannonball sent on to Prince. Uh, He looked to head to the top of the rope, but he was selling the leg like he had tweaked it, but he still hit the Swanton Bomb. So if he did tweak it, it's probably just a tweak sounds like he might just be really damn good at his job and psyched us all out good on him uh but what did you think of our opening match alex yeah it was strong um they uh pretty deadly seems to continue growing on me ever since uh you know i was smartened up to who they were down at nxt and i started watching a little bit more nxt so just to see them you know their work is outstanding i i there's just it looks flawless they don't look like they come from nxt and they just might be a little you know um scared underneath green, the bright man. lights like, yeah for they, sure they came yeah. over from the uk side too yes. so like even in developmental yep, they didn't yep. they're not like baby faces coming through not like face heel baby faces yeah. i mean young guys they they have that experience about them so the even though they went through nxt right there the cohesion makes a little bit more sense sure, for sure. yeah i like the matches i like what's going on right now with the you know trying with them trying to build the the tag team division, but I I, I want to see a little, you know, see where this is going to go. I want to see some actual, you know, let's let's really put some thought into like the division with with Sammy and KO and see what they're going to be doing with these belts. Like let's take, these poor guys are running around with uh with four belts right now. Let's give them something pretty to wear, you know, pretty deadly. That is hey. Hey. wouldn't be mad about that, but I do wonder if they're more likely to split the belts. I, I could see that happen. Oh, yeah? Like, you think? Yeah. I could for, for the tag divisions because both brands okay. like 
could benefit from from that and they probably don't want to work both programs all the time oh true so i could see it probably not in the immediate future but i could see that eventually and and i'll tell you where you'll probably hear that first is on fifo select the best five bucks in the biz i'm just saying less than claritin that's the the box of claritin i love it i absolutely love it um but we, after the match, have the Brawling Brutes interrupting Adam Pierce, who's being interviewed. We get a contendership match for Ridge Holland and Austin Theory. This was weird from the live perspective, mm-hmm. and it was kind of weird from the tape perspective. Um, mostly what Sean was alluding to before with the finish. I did not like it. That rolling drop kick just didn't feel impactful enough to be a finishing move like it doesn't quite work i feel like it's a great move to add some punishment and set up a finisher um and he has a perfectly fine drop kick but it ain't one of those drop kicks where you're like that guy's done (laughs) there are people who have those drop kicks out there and Austin series isn't one of them and it's a perfectly suitable drop kick there's nothing (laughs) wrong with it but it's not like a world ender of a drop kick didn't love the finish there i i don't know what we're doing with this Austin Theory reign. I don't know if Sheamus is going to dethrone him. I think if LA Knight doesn't win the Money in the Bank briefcase, he is he's a face whether they book him to be one or not. Like the way that the crowd is behind him. Him dethroning Austin Theory and doing some really good work in the mid-card I wouldn't hate, assuming he's not winning Money in the Bank. Uh, also in this match, Santos Escobar, I think mm. could be a really good contender for that U.S. title. I think that could be very fun having an LWO member carrying around a U.S. title. There's a lot of fun to be had with that. Uh, and he's just an absolutely phenomenal wrestler. So this Austin Theory stuff has not really clicked in fully for me for the entirety of the reign and definitely not of late. Um, what did you think of of what we got kind of set up here? Yeah, like you mentioned off the top, it's just it, it, it felt uh finicky finagle finagle whatever you want to call it finicky yeah i just mixed two goddamn words together sorry i like it Ah, i'm puerto rican i just like to make up things uh word wise (laughs) word wise um but yeah so um thing about austin theory is that since he got the belt there was a point there where he was really like looking strong he was like he his mic skills all of a sudden were like really on point it didn't look like he was reading cue cards we spoke about this before a couple months ago and i really thought that they were gonna push him and elevate him and and do you know you don't want to do the same thing as uh the world championship you know where you're kind of like defending it in a bigger world right than what it is because it is just a u.s championship but i was expecting a little bit more out of this and i told you this a while ago it was starting to feel flat. It was starting to feel a little boring. I don't know what, why he was defending it or why he wasn't. And now I'm just left thinking, is it, is, are we just going to move it on to someone else? You know, like it doesn't matter whether it happens or doesn't. And I wish it, I didn't feel like that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, it feels like they put a lot of equity in him and him losing it. Isn't going to have a tremendous payoff, which is what kind of like, just for me as a measure, I put into that. Like if you put a ton into a title reign, the person you lose it to that should transfer almost. And that's how you kind of build on these legacies. I don't know if that's happened. Now there's a lot of instances where you use belts to make the wrestler. I I don't think that quite got accomplished either. I think it was kind of doomed from the start when you cash in on a lower title during an open challenge, you look inherently dumb and it's a lot to recover from. And then 
John Cena annihilates you on the mic. And yeah. here we have piped in booze. Mm-hmm. And everybody in this arena was giving insane reactions all night. And they're still piping in booze. Like, that makes me a little bit nervous. And for all things, we get Sheamus running down after this post-break attack that we have. Um, and it's like, well, if he's not going to get booed against Sheamus in the UK, who's he going to get booed against? Like, so I, it does unfortunately feel like they have to go back to the drawing board with him. I don't know if he goes back up with the way, if he rejoins forces there. I don't know if, if that's the move. I feel like Gargano and Ciampa should be kind of like, yeah. DIY should reunite. They should have their thing. I don't think Austin Theory needs to be back in that picture. I feel like they kind of have to advance past it. But I, unfortunately for, for him, it just hasn't, hasn't felt like it it's clicked into anything that has felt like title run i feel bad for him because i i think what would have been if maybe he was the intercontinental champion and then i just still don't see it i still see it being just falling flat and then what's after that then i'm gonna elevate him to the world title or to the you know the the universal undisputed underwhelming belt whatever they want to call it now (laughs) um but yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I feel bad because he's such, he could be a really good talent. I, I think somewhere, some, someone is just, maybe, maybe it was the golden egg thing. I don't know. Who, who knows? Oh man. Yeah. That's been damned for a long time, hasn't it? But I, I don't know. I hope they figure it out with and for him. He definitely has the chops in the ring. He's good yeah. in the ring. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Good looking cat too. He's good looking cat, says Alex. That not even a, a spooky witch and Alex isn't on that. I love it. I love mm. it. <laughs> need, we need more spooky witches in, in uh, we, London. Uh, we need London overrun for spooky witches. <laughs> hey, Karen Cross is not only a tarot card reader, he's a oh, uh, chess man as well. I don't know, man. That's another one. I'm sorry, Kate. We've been talking for months about him. What is happening? I, I don't know. Like we get the vignette, the style of it always is it's well produced, etc. They called out AJ Styles and refers to him as one of the most decorated competitors of all time. Duh. Uh, but he made <laughs> AJ gasp for air and just like chess, he beat him with three moves next week. Here's what killed me. Next week, he's calling for checkmate TikTok. No, we can't do that. You cannot call for checkmate TikTok. You cannot. You cannot have tarot, a ticking clock, a hot, <laughs> spooky witchy wife, and a chess metaphor all in one <sighs> picture. It's too crowded for like a minute long vignette. It's too much. I don't know, man. It's this just did not work for me. It bums me out. It bums me out because it's the creative that I don't like and. I have my, like, I've got some some iffy things with him, like, from a ring perspective. But, like, I saw this man on the indies. He was just out there kicking people's asses and taking yeah. names. And it was great. Um, I was more on, on him in NXT than I am now. I didn't love the fact that he disemboweled the whole roster in the process, much in the same way that I don't love that Roman disemboweled the whole roster in the main, uh, especially during COVID, because that was just such a weird time. Right. But um, I don't know, man. It's it feels like they there there are people that they added for roster depth. I think Harry and Cross was someone Triple H intended on bringing back as a as a top player in the game, and it just has not clicked at all. 
not clicked it. And oh. I, I think we said this before when depend when you know when we were kind of getting removed out of the pandemic, there was still people being let go. And then as things started ramping up, you know, um, AEW started getting some people, and they were looking to really get their hands on on people out there. And WWE started ramping up and and taking and making creating contra- uh, contracts for people. And I feel like he was one that he was like, all right, I need him back. He's my guy. And by he, I mean Triple H. And it's no secret. Freddie has spoken about it on the podcast. He was going to be part of, he was going to be Freddie's first, you know, champion, wrestling champion on his federation. Federation, I said federation. Federation. Yes. Oh, and, uh, man, you just named his fed, though, when he yes, started. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so... I, it's it's a shame that a person with that type of talent and caliber has just been being a creeper behind the weeds, <laughs> just looking for wrestlers <laughs> to to you know read tarot cards to and and hug them until they choke out and fall asleep. And initially, and then, I liked the tarot card thing because it tied the presentation of him and yes. Scarlett together. Like that was always my complaint, and it was definitely Pulaski's complaint of like, what is badass motorcycle guy and hot witchy wife doing in the same picture like it didn't witchy. it didn't connect but the tarot card stuff kind of brought them into the same world and then we got the clock and we've got this chess metaphor i don't know but i what i do know is that later in this episode aj accepts the mm-hmm. challenge i think you could expect some shenanigans from mia yim Michin, who sean rossap is very scared of um I know he'll deny it, but there's one good it. thing about carrying cross and the man knows his witches. He so does know his witches. That is the one constant with him. And I applaud him for that. I have not heard a single person be like, you know what the problem with this presentation is? That gal is not attractive no. enough. <laughs> it's all about the witchy mood. Dear Lord, what a bombshell and a presence about her. Like not only yeah, is she beautiful, she commands the room. She she really does have um she she seems very confident in who she is. I don't feel like the everything style. around it has yeah, has clicked in. But we're gonna tie all the bloodline stuff together at the end as we usually do. So what we will do is go ahead and move right along. I think Louise is screaming at me on the chat. Oh no, he said, what did he say? He said Alex Cardoza. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I apologize, guys. Don't apologize. I listen. love the witches. You do. Witches. I love when you guys tweet me Get when witches, witches show up on screen. And Kate <laughs> is always the leader in that charge. So oh, I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, I'm always there. Thanks, Kate. I appreciate you. I like. At some point, I just become everybody's little sister in the hosting or co-hosting role. I've realized this I about love myself. it. Nobody more than Reg, but like I just, I just poke the bear with that dude all the time. I just tell him everything is cinema, and that Bray Wyatt is the greatest. And it's oh, just boy. so easy to get under his skin. But I knew a wrestler named Bray Wyatt. Sad. I hope he's okay. Me too. I hope he's okay. Speaking of okay, this match was okay. <laughs> we have <laughs> Bailey uh, with her money in the bank spot on the line, defeating Shotzi. This ends via chicanery, as one might expect. EO putting Bailey's foot on the ropes to stop a pin, but Shotzi attacking EO, which lets Bailey hit the eye rake. One of my favorite underutilized heel moves. I, MJF uses it a lot really well. Bailey's used it a lot really well of recent, especially. 
but she hits the rose plant for the win. Uh, a, a common trend that I don't love is there's a lot of women's matches that have felt more like angles than matches, if that makes sense. Like Asuka and Charlotte are two of the best women's wrestlers in the world that have had some of the best matches that in women's wrestling against each other. And they had a mess of a match. Like I, I have not seen them ever be out of lockstep. And that whole match felt very off, probably because it was overwrought with the Bianca distractions. But like this, all of the damage control stuff, like I get setting up angles. It's wrestling, but it feels like we've been so overpowered by angles and not had enough just like women beating each other up, which mm -hmm. I would prefer to see. This was kind of an example of that. I expect more of this on a go-home show because you're trying to protect people from injuries, etc. Like, this is the place where you do stuff like that. It's your last attempt to drive an angle home before a pay-per-view, and you don't want anything too risky for the wrestlers that are supposed to be wrestling again tomorrow. Um, but it felt that way last week, too, and the week before, which is kind of a bummer, but this was perfectly fine. Um, interesting that EO helped out Bailey after being the one to nominate her for mm -hmm. this, which I think is really, really fun because it keeps the, like, who's turning on who and money in the bank stuff alive a little bit. And then after, we have Shotzi confronting EO and Bailey backstage. And they beat Shotzi up and cut her hair. My goodness. Oh. My word. What were your thoughts on the match and the post-match? I, th I think it was fine. Um, Bailey was completely over. <laughs> Yeah, That's, that, yeah, that let's, was, we can talk about that. And listen, as much as I love all the sh shouting and the singing and the markiness that is the crowd, um, I, I think after like the fourth one, I was like, okay, please mute it. <laughs> Just no, you stop no, it. I'm you know, I'm gonna be sour, Alex, right now. I'm gonna steal <laughs> a page from Mr. Kowalski. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm going to be sour 2.0 now real quick. Hold on. Oh, no. Uh, it was it, it, I, I love it. I'm all for it. But after a while, I was just I had to mute it. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, like, it's cool. Like e even the announcer sounded a little bit like, all right, enough is enough. But well, this just started with NXT. Baby. I know you don't have to defend it, Kate. Yes, I'm do. OK with it. Listen, I'm a I mark for singing and it. dancing in the crowd, hey, you know, but um, um, no, other than that, yeah, I think it was good. Uh, that that beatdown of Shotzi was, I mean, I don't know what we're going to set up, but I think it was really cool to see that um, that side of, of the women. I love it when they kind of extend it outside of, of the ring. I love the when the storytelling, just, you just continue to add, you know, little droplets of things in there. Um, and who better than, like, Bailey's like a badass. I've always seen her as a badass. This whole heel run, she's been just that. She's been perfect with it. Um, I always thought that like she wasn't going to really Go special combination yes. of being absolutely hysterical when she wants to be Malcolm Bivens slash Stokely Hathaway has the same thing where, um, you know, not in the ring as much, but it's like, can be extremely silly chastising Michael Cole and bam, the next second, like it never takes you out of taking her seriously just because she's being funny. Um, yeah. so I, I really, really love that about her and you're right. Like the rose plant is is planted man like yes. she, she's a really really great wrestler and it's so special to me that she's able to accomplish that because i also find her to be one of the most selfless in-ring wrestlers yes. that i've ever seen man or woman like she is just so so giving to whoever she's in the ring with um 
So it's for not her to be able to fun. still come across as a badass while being that giving is is not always easy for people to accomplish. Sure, and and again, uh, it's not that I don't like fun and singing because I'll I'm I'm the first one out there singing along with my mates. Um, but <laughs> no, when crowds go into business for themselves, though, I get it. Yes, like, right. We had that reaction at Clash in the Castle, and then Bailey shut it down, and it shut down. Right. Oh, so I get oh okay. You. That was it. With it. That's it. So we will continue to move along, guys. I know there's not a ton that people are raring to talk about tonight, unfortunately, but we can talk about money in the bank tomorrow. I'm sure most of the chats are going to be for a Mr. Yeah. And uh, what we might expect, we'll go over what, what we think are some likely outcomes for, for money in the bank at the end of this too. But feel free to get in your super chats and humper chats about anything you want to talk about on SmackDown. We plugged the heck out of Fightful Select in the beginning of the show, but there's more news coming about that and AW news coming around the corner. We've got a real, 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 real busy summer that has kicked yeah. into gear. So some really great stuff coming throw up. Throw humper chats, you know, throw some, uh, you know, super chats our way. I might show you a little collar, you know what I'm saying? I might hey. get a little busy on a Friday night, baby. Let's go. A little class, a call action it is, here. it is Friday, everyone. You know, it's time to get freaky. <laughs> freaky. Four-day weekend. I, like I might it. go crazy, everyone. Let's do it. Fourth of July. Let's go. Well, mate. Oh. We got an Aussie here. A lot of mating going on today. A lot of mating. So much mating. You know what? I'm so glad you said that, Alex. Oh, shit. <laughs> mating doesn't always come easily to people, all right? Some people have trouble making that mate connection. You know what I mean? Some people, the bruv ain't bruvin, all right? Sometimes the lads, they're not as chuffed as they want to be, all right? Sometimes you run out of British, just like phrases to say in your Bluetooth segue. So you're just, you just, you play the ad. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not gonna be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not gonna have people nosing around with what you're doing, and right now you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top. You know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innu innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. I'll tell you what, our, our synergy to use a corporate word here, because then, you know, I'm that type of person. Corporate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The corporate, uh, like the corporate ministry. That's what I'm going to do here. Corporate Fightful, Alex. Our, our synergy is pretty like I don't even know that you were gonna do that. Like we didn't we didn't practice that, peeps. No, it's just it's just like okay. I mean, we threw it up there. One thing led to another, and we're we talking are, about packages. A shirtless set of sleeves away from being pretty deadly. That's how in locks. I think. Are, okay? Can I be honest? I'll be a hundred percent honest. I will make it. 
I will make one. I'm pretty good with my hands. <laughs> um, I will make one and wear it here on the show. 100%. I will go pretty <gasps> deadly on a Friday night here with y'all. Oh my goodness. We're going to, there'll be a super chat gimmick about that. We're going to make that happen. We are going go, to make everyone. that happen. Me and Kate, uh, we'll do it. We'll do it. We're going to get it done. Here's something that didn't get it done for me. Guys, I'm a Logan Paul hater, okay? <laughs> I am. I am. I went into this closed-minded, and I came out of it closed-minded. I, I fully admit it. I have no interest in seeing this guy on screen at all. And I thought the segment was not that great from his perspective. And I will explain why with substantive criticism. But if you're like, oh, you're a Logan Paul hater. Yeah, I am. I don't like the guy. I don't want to see him on my screen. I fully admit he's extremely athletic in the ring. I don't care. Uh, I have no interest in seeing anything beyond him. Uh, The four times a year that he comes around and is constantly in a title picture bugs the shit out of me when there's people in NXT who should have been champions by now and Ricochet is just like doing stuff when they feel like it. Like there are people who deserve that spot way more than him. Um, So I'm a Logan Paul hater, but I also thought this was not that great. I... (laughs) Was not a fan of what we got here, but I was a fan of what happened after Logan Paul. So let's get through the bad to get to the yeah, good. That yeah. is around the corner on this. We've got our mate Grayson Wola um, on the Aussie side of things and his Between Two Ferns set. I always appreciate <laughs> I <love that. laughs> got, like, I can't plan. believe you made a reference to that. Oh, wow. it's one of my favorites. Ladies and favorites. gentlemen, this show what? is out of control. The I hell was Logan Paul doing with this voice? He was like, yo, I got what it takes. I was like, what are you doing with the delivery of your promo? Never mind the content. I was like, you sound like, I don't know, what I what I think Slim J from ROH 15 years ago was trying to sound like. Like, I don't understand what this like tough guy cadence was, but holy hell, he seemed like a dork that was trying like like when Eminem came out and all the white boys were trying to be hood, like this did not work. I, I wonder if oh. no one backstage actually has like I understand that you produce a person. Listen, I'm a producer. I <clears throat> and and I, I work with high caliber people, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's not intimidation, because I'm not intimidated by anyone. But it is respect for the work that they've done in the past, right? So I don't like overproduce or say things that I know this person. But when it comes to him, someone's not doing something backstage like they're supposed to. Um, because it sounds forced. It sounded weird. It sounded off. I don't know what was happening. But I'm going to let you continue because you know where I stand about this man. So, Well, if I wasn't a big enough Logan Paul hater... We've got Alex Pulaski coming on. So we have that for us. But I will tell you what I also did not like about this promo. Um, A-K-A. A-K-A. You need to be in the middle. In the middle, yeah. Middle yes! Um, there are some things that when you're this green at it, isn't going to work. Um, weird tough guy voice, whatever the hell that was aside... There are things that when you've been doing this for a while, uh, I think you would just naturally know to pivot away from. And I felt like Logan Paul had a big swing and a miss when he went for this. You had a 
a mediocre career for two decades and we're a manager thing. Um, because when LA Knight comes out to that reaction, you can't play that card. Like he was way, way, way too hot to try and call somebody lackluster in that moment. And the manager thing is widely known like a bad idea by Vince because look at what this guy is doing now. Um, it made him kind of look like an idiot more than his opponent. I'm sure that's what he was scripted to say, but someone who is a little more experienced, I think is able to to pivot off of that a little mm -hmm. bit better. I thought he looked real, real dumb in this, but LA Knight kind of saved it by being like, mm -hmm. are you deaf? <laughs> Loved that from him. Absolutely, absolutely adored that. Um, the crowd reaction was absolutely incredible. It was on par with the people that are actual UK talent being there. Um, and I, I just thought it was great. And I also like what Santos Escobar had, except for this London World Order shirt, which what the Stop hell? It. Stop it. Um, I said this on Twitter. We have one damn thing and you took it away from us. One thing. And you took it away from us. I mean, they they were in, where were they? The, the Raging Cajun Dome? Last week, they should have been the Louisiana World Order last week. Oh, like they're really anytime they're in us. any place that starts with an L, just just co-opt it. It'll be fun. You'll you'll sell a few shirts. Yeah, Who Sean cares? said he's pushing for the Lexington World Order when he was with us at the top of the show. There, that's um, like that's like three L places in a week. In three weeks, we should definitely every time they do a SmackDown, it should be in an L place. I agree. It. I agree wholeheartedly. But I, I liked what Escobar had to say with this. I hate that they put him in this match because it's an absolutely handcuffed situation. But he said that Logan Paul might want the briefcase and that LA Knight might think he's already won, but that he needs it. And I like that because it kind of feels the most true. Like of anybody in the match, Santos Escobar would be the one who needs it the most to get to where he needs to go for a championship match. And then we get Pete Dunn. I'm not calling him the B word. Coming down to the ring, ready to beat ass. Uh, I will say overall, outside of the Logan Paul stuff, this was better than most of these segments go, in my opinion. Like, I, I hate these revolving door segments, but this one was pretty good because I feel like all of the guys in there made sense of what they had to do. But I don't know, man. This Logan Paul stuff, not for me. <laughs> not for me. How you doing, Pulowski? I'm going to let Alex talk because I, I can see it. I, 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 I literally just wanted to come on and do, hey, hey. Bailey, Ooh. I want to know oh, 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 if you'll be my girl. Hey, and I just wanted oh, to do that like like goodness. softly in the background for the entire show for the rest of it. But I'm not going to do that to Alex because I know he hates it. Corporate Alex is not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate Alex. Uh, no, Lo Logan, Logan Paul is terrible, and uh, they 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 needed to. Um, he needed to like like well, you know what you're ever the 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 guy who has dumb ideas said that you should be a manager so there is not the burn you think it is you know uh, <laughs> especially when everybody around you is like is saying yeah no he has dumb ideas and now that he's not a manager all we want to do is share everything he does uh and um if they, if if the guy who um, likes to do things to make the people who pay to go to his sh shows angry decides to put the Money in the Bank briefcase on you tomorrow instead of on the guy that we love or literally anybody else, 
we're going to burn this arena to the ground. So, um, you know, they, they, they were basically, they were, they were vocalizing how, uh, how their choice saying a, A, this guy, and no matter what, not that guy. And, and so we'll see what they do tomorrow. But I, I, I like to just be prepared for the worst. Oh, like Logan to, Paul's definitely winning tomorrow. I like to steel myself against the horrible things that are coming so they don't hurt as much. Um, but it's still going to hurt. Oh, yeah. Logan Paul's <sighs> definitely winning tomorrow. I don't even know if he keeps it. They might like put the money in the bank briefcase on the line or whatever. Uh, but I, I definitely think Logan Paul is is ripe to win it this poppy from Rising. <laughs> 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 to be fair, corporate Alex, cultural appropriation is an English tradition. We 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 we, we learned it really by watching them. Yeah. Like we learned it by watching them. America I America got its ideas you. from. Yes, that's basically that was definitely. What that was. Uh, I did who, mention last who week. Who taught you to do this stuff? I don't. I'm you all right? I learned it by watching you. <laughs> I did mention last week that if uh, the Logan Paul wins. Money in the bank. There was gonna be. Um, I was little, literally gonna run backwards through a cornfield naked. I am sorry. I just there's just no are way to happen because guess what's happening tomorrow? If, tomorrow, I, tomorrow night Kate. I'll be texting Kate. I don't think I'll be next next week. There's show. gonna be some real questionable crop circles out there in North <laughs> Carolina. And if that's not fightful select content. I'll put yeah. Let's put it behind a paywall. Let's do it. I'll strap a freaking GoPro to my head and just go. You gotta, you gotta you start a. You that. gotta start a. You gotta start a Cornley fans. Cornley fans. Cornley fans. I see the. I'd say it's pornography. Huh? Oh, look! Is there at something that. there? Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna find it, and it's gonna be great. I already played my Bluetooth ad, unfortunately, but. Alex, is there anything that you wanted to to sing to us in the meantime? Hey, hey, Bailey. I want to know if you'll be my girl. Hey, (laughs) it just doesn't stop. I still hear it in the arena. (laughs) If you'll be my girl. Hey, Bailey. Ooh. I want to know. Oh, oh, oh. If you be my girl, I'm a hugger. Hey, oh, wow. Hey, Bailey. I, I went know. blue. That's it. If you be my girl. And if you need to go blue, bluetooth.com code fightful for all of your cornfield needs. Look at that guy. Huh? Look at that fella. Well, all right, we're going to move along to some Super Chats and Humper Chats because everyone in the chat is like, let me talk to you about L.A. Night. Do not send any Super Chats with those specific lyrics. I will cry a little bit on screen. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Do not do that. Don't do that. Alex Pulaski won't sing to you if that's the case. Yeah, just request that song in different voices (laughs) and we'll see who can sing it the best. Anthony Velasquez saying LA Knight is by far the only right choice to win money in the bank, but knowing this company, they will probably give it to Logan Paul. Logan Paul is showing up with that briefcase on every media appearance he can possibly do, and he will be back around with that briefcase three times a year. Vicky L saying, Kate, my daughter and I sending you cash for the LP hate. I'm a Logan Paul hater. 
I'm a Jeff Jarrett hater. I'm a hater. I could stand Jeff Jarrett. This guy is just, he, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm just going to stop because we'll just have an entire show be, talking about someone who takes a spot. I had to cover Rick. Uh, I'm not going to continue going. Because there's stuff that's happening in my island. Right, that but I had to cover Rick Flair's last match. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, then I apologize. No, <laughs> no, no, you're okay. You're good. You're good. Anthony Velasquez said, I'm a Logan Paul hater as well and not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it. If you're going to be a hater, be a proud one. You know what I mean? Word. That's what we do. That's what we do. But we get a match out of this. This match was entirely to give uh, Pete Dunn a uh, hometown pop, which I'm actually entirely here for. I have no problem with that. But we get Butch defeating Santos Escobar in LA Knight. Escobar kicks Butch but flies into an elbow from him. We get the bitter end from Butch to end things. I'm sorry, my notes say Butch because he's you said done, especially you said when the he's B word. Especially when he's in his hometown. He's definitely peeped on in his hometown. But uh, it was very nice to see him get this reaction. But what blew me away was these L.A. Knight reactions continued. It felt like L.A. Knight was in front of his home crowd. Um, I feel bad because I feel like Santos Escobar has been kind of handicapped by this. But I also think there's a lot of things in store for the LWO, the London World Order, the Lexington World Order, the Louisiana World Order. Coming down the pike, um, there's a lot of things they could do with Ray. There's a lot of things that they could do with him in the mid-card. Him versus Austin Theory would be a perfectly suitable program, etc. Um, so I, I'm hoping we just like kind of clear this hump because LA Knight's a face, guys. I don't know what to tell you, but this man is getting these reactions and he's supposed to be a heel. They got to stop having him put his foot on the ropes for roll-ups and stuff. This guy is a face. So, um, I I think I think he's. Uh... He's a but the potential to be the the very best. Um, I I I cheat and I do bad things and you love it, guy. Since Eddie Guerrero, mm. he has the he has the potential to be that to be that much that beloved where it doesn't matter that he does all these things. We actually we love him so much that we're willing to look the other way and sometimes we actually kind of like that he does it. He has the potential to be that. I don't know if they're actually going to go that route. But I, I think you, all you got to do is just take away the putting the foot feet on the ropes, and he's a wonderful tweener. That, like when The Rock would come out and like dust all the heels on on the mic, and and that, but 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 he he just he said whatever he wanted to. He was saying heel stuff, but he was saying it to guys we didn't like. That's that's the kind of guy that L.A. Knight is primed to be. I agree. I... I'm here for it. I don't I don't know what it is. I, I at this point I don't know what to believe, what's true, what isn't, who's talking smack, if it's because he's they're old, if it's because they're not too I, I don't know what it is anymore. How do you have someone that the crowd essentially is just telling you do the right thing and just give it to us, you know? I don't understand. And then you talk about people putting their finger on the pulse and missing completely. I don't know. Then, then you wonder why people get into arguments with me because I speak up for like places like AEW that does give you what you want. I'm known I mean, as a mark and a dick we've because seen, we've seen some swings and misses there, right? Like, what is Hobbs? One hundred percent. Like, yes. it is on both brands. But to your point, WWE seems to more proactively block people that are this white hot. Yes. Like, 
they didn't learn from Daniel Bryan. They didn't learn from CM Punk in the pipe bond mirror. Like they continually because because they have a more I'd say formulaic way of booking things. I got my complaints about dynamite. I would love for them to set up a match yes. that is not a backstage interview, and do <laughs> something creative and freshen up the playbook, but they have to stifle baby faces. Like yes. it's just in everything that they do. It's been in their DNA for a really long time because they love giving heels the upper hand and they, they don't switch things up beyond Let's just beat down a baby face. Look at Cody Rhodes, the adversity mm -hmm. king, right? He's going to lose to Dominic Mysterio this weekend. Like, oh. they just don't freshen things up in a way that is creatively satisfying for me as a viewer, where it just feels like they keep running the same play every single time. So, well, we know um, who's going to show up tomorrow night during that match. We do. And <laughs> they're going to ride that lawnmower straight to the ring. I don't know, whatever he wants to ride this time and flip the ring over. So, we all know what's going to happen. Worst kept secret ever. We've got some more chats coming in. Thank you so much for the support. Vicky L saying cash for Katalex. <laughs> love all three of you. Fightful number one. Thank, Thank you. you. We, we love you. Yes. We are number love one. This. Every day is Fightful Day. And our wonderful friend Kylie saying it's the last day of Pride. So sad. Not here. It's not. Pride's every nope. day. Pride's we every day you. in my heart. Yep. I don't I'm care still who. your lovable trans girl and Damien and EO for Money in the Bank. Also, Kate, Alexis, stay beautiful, you amazing humans. Now, Pulaski, she did send that in before you showed up, so I don't, I don't think you're meant to be slighted no. as not being it's really fine. pretty. Just so it's fine. Know. He's I'm, sexy. I'm, I'm okay with it. I like okay it. With it. I take so him next we get a segment that I thought was not going to be great, but. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. I didn't know Oscar and Charlotte Flair were capable of having a bad match, but boy, howdy, did we get a bad match? This <laughs> was so odd to me. Um, I expected it to be overbooked from the fact that the story is not about this match. There were like just botches in this and uh, some weird just real misses from an in-ring perspective that is rare, 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 rare for either of these women, much less the two of them together. This was a, a mess from front to start. Un unfortunately, like I was, I was looking forward to it being a semblance of a match and we really didn't get anything. I did not like this. I like the story that's being built with Charlotte and Bianca. I don't like that. Oscar feels like the third most important woman in this picture at all i don't like that both women's title holders feel like side pieces to their own freaking stories it's driving me mad i tell you but <clears throat> this ends via disqualification was it dq or no contest i can't remember no contest when bianca I think they, call it, they called it a no contest they no called contest, it a no contest yes. right okay my notes literally say two things so apologies um bianca is sitting at ringside and she got involved here she took out Asuka and Charlotte after just some weird stuff in this. We get Charlotte climbing to the ropes and hitting a moonsault to the floor and just missing um, and landing on her feet. But Asuka trying to sell it anyway. It was just very um, just weird. Just one of those nights where it didn't click in at any point. Um, but they move towards Bianca and Charlotte starts laying in chops. But Asuka avoids a big boot, which is meant for Bianca. Asuka with a kick and gets dropped on the apron by Charlotte. Because why sell? Um, <laughs> Bianca Belair has jumped the barricade and attacks Asuka. Then there's post-match, which is also not great. 
There are two KODs on a table, and it doesn't break either time. She hits one uh, on Charlotte, and then the crowd's kind of egging it on, so she hits one on Asuka, too. That felt very, like, encouraged by the crowd, so I was glad Bianca leaned into it because I think she could tell something was a little bit not not working with what was going on out there, so I give her a lot of credit for that, but two KODs on that table, not breaking is rough, and as Sean said earlier, Charlotte's body is just so long, it she was trying to like do a handstand to go down in the KOD. And it this whole thing was just a mess. Even the parts that were just in ring with Charlotte and Oscar, which again, I didn't know they were capable of putting on a not great match. Um, but uh, I'll throw it to Cardoza first. What were your thoughts on what we got here today? A uh, mess, <laughs> plain it and simple. Messy. It was messy. It felt like we just took a plate of spaghetti, threw it up in the air, and said, Hey, let this bitch land wherever it's gonna go <laughs> i don't know what what was <clears throat> what was why was it so messy like what what was the thought process maybe just on paper it sounded like it was gonna come out well and then when they executed out there it just became a shit storm i like this side of bianca a little bit yeah, i like to yeah. see i like to see what she's gonna uh be coming out with I want her to be more of an of a ass kicker and less of a person talking on the mic, talking about how much she loves people. I'm sorry. I just I want to see her beat people up. She's yeah, so amazing. She's definitely out. leaning heel. This feels like yes. NXT Bianca's coming back out. One hundred percent. Yeah. And um, so I don't know where how they're gonna get there with these like weird matches. I, I'm sure they had to put something together like this just to have, you know, these three prominent faces on television tonight, you know. Um, but other than that, I mean it, it was all right. I mean, we'll, well, we'll see where it goes, you know? Here's the thing. When I saw this in the rundown, I was excited because I was like, the finish isn't going to be for me, but when have Oscar and Charlotte not delivered 100%. in general, much less together? So I, that was that surprised me with, with what was kind of missing from that. But Pulaski, what, what did you think? Was, was this off because of how overbooked it was? Yeah. Charlotte doesn't fucking care. Like, if, if, like if, you're, not, if you're not putting the, the belt on her, She's not gonna like. This is going to a no. This is going to a no contest. Yeah, they're not gonna have the. They're not. They didn't. They haven't said. Oh, we're gonna do the uh, the match tomorrow. They haven't like added it to tomorrow. So they're not gonna do the match until SummerSlam. So like, why would Charlotte try or care? Mm-hmm. Like this is like she 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 doesn't <laughs> in matches like this. She doesn't like where 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 the the finish is going to be nothing. And they're only being given eight minutes because because the because Lord knows Roman Reigns' entrance should be longer <laughs> than the women's title match. So so like she 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 basically just boycotted having a good match in protest of this entire thing. Like see, I don't know uh, if and- I agree with that though, because I feel like the no selling or whatever, sure. We can see that from her on a somewhat consistent basis. If you want to make that the complaint, but like I think Asuka looked great in this. And I, some of it was like the literal move execution, which even if she doesn't care, that's not something that she normally like, like just full on missing someone is not like right. a symptom of not caring. I don't think this was, this was weird. This was weird. Um, yeah. And, and Asuka also, I think you're right. Recognizes that she's the champion and the third most important thing in all of this. Like the way that they have done this, um, like if you say to me, Hey, Coming out of going into SummerSlam, the, the program's going to be Asuka's the champion and Bianca and Charlotte are challenging her in a three-way. I'd be like, that's gonna be great. 
Um, and the match at SummerSlam may still be great. In fact, I think it's likely to be great. But right now, they're, they're messing this whole thing up because they've decided that they are going to try and turn Bianca heel during this. And she's right on every count. Asuka cheated to, to end her 13 and a half month long title reign. And she hasn't gotten a rematch against her. And, and she was like, okay, no, 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 no. Like we were, we, we have this new belt. We're going to give to the woman who blatantly cheated to end your title reign. You should be the one getting this belt ceremony, but she cheated to beat you. And we're not going to do anything about that for the time being. Okay. Just hang back. Don't get involved. we got to do this title belt ceremony now. So we're going to do that. And then what happens? Charlotte shows up and everyone goes, aha, LOL. Charlotte shows up and immediately gets a title shot. And that's what happened. So she's angry at Asuka for, steal for, for stealing her title by cheating. And she's angry at Charlotte for showing up and going, I'm at the front of the line. Literally, that's her new thing. I am the line. Everyone get behind me. But that's like, but, but leaning into the thing we all hate about you but not like making it the thing that a we heel? all hate about you yeah. all, like on purpose is a really bad idea. So Bianca is right to be angry with Charlotte and she's right to be angry with Asuka. And you're going to try and make us boo her when she's absolutely right about everything. And you're trying to say, okay, hey, would you, would you, who would you like to boo here? Charlotte or Bianca? Guess who 95% of the audience is going to choose a hundred times out of a hundred? And you just from the perspective of turn, Charlotte's a better you, heel, too. You, like, yes, and you that's cannot the other piece turn, of this. You cannot turn anybody heel against Charlotte. It cannot be done. Becky couldn't do it. No. They 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 couldn't do it. They they somehow they were like, let's turn Becky heel because everyone loves Charlotte so much. And then Becky, like they, people were like, no, we will not, we will not play along with your terrible you, you people promo. They wrote for you. We will not play along with that. And how do we, they lucked out of that into the greatest run, the greatest year plus run of any female competitor they've had in years of Becky Lynch becoming the man. That was not, that was not the plan. They were going to make her into some also ran heel. You cannot do that with Bianca. Not after you've turned her into Super Cena and you think you can turn her heel on just anybody. You have to turn her heel on somebody we love, that we want to protect, that we cannot, we will not see Bianca use her, her incredible power against. The only way you can do this is if you somehow build Liv Morgan into what she was at mm. this time last year. And then you have Bianca turn heel on her. If you have, Bian let's say, Liv Morgan, last year at this time when she won the money in the bank, is at the top of, of, the, of the ladder about to steal it, about to take the, to take the briefcase, and Bianca pulls a Brock Lesnar 2019, just runs in, kicks her off the ladder, and goes and gets it herself. That would start people going, wait a minute, I don't, I don't like this. And then you can lean into it from there. But you cannot turn Bianca heel during all of this. It's not going to work. I, I think the problem was that they were trying to tell right. Like you said, that's that's the perfect segue because you can't <clears> – <throat> You a, you're right, you can't. And then 
this story where she's just pissed off so she's gonna turn heel like that's what they're playing on the fact that she's pissed because management won't do anything so she's pissed that management won't do anything about the one how she not only lost and the belt and then how you relatable have, is that right that your boss right knows you are right, right but won't do anything right. in the office to help you out right like that is incredibly relatable to a lot of people that's the story they're telling no way they're gonna boo her for that. right and then and, and then the other piece of it is like i actually really like charlotte She's such a better heel. Right. I, I, it's also the Charlotte piece of it. It's twofold. It's not just that Bianca's completely justified in her motivations. It's that even p- people that like Charlotte want to see her on the other side of this thing because she's right. just a better heel. I don't think Charlotte either. Like when you look at Charlotte, she sometimes that's it just feels like she just shows up and that's it. If she's there, she's part of like the top storyline no matter what. And sometimes, to me, this could, I could be a billion percent wrong. Sometimes it looks like she's on automatic just I, because she knows she's going to be slotted into that position regardless of what's happening. She seems to, and I've never spoken to either of these people, but she seems to have that thing Randy Orton has of, yeah, if you give me something good, I'll give you the best shit you've ever seen. Yeah. But if you give me an eight-minute match that is shorter than Roman Reigns' entrance on the Friday before a massive pay-per-view, um that's overbooked with mediocre creative she'll go out there and and now i think she would normally give a better match than this this just felt off um because even her with her eyes closed is usually better than this i feel like like this was just a weird night um but but you're right alex in that it feels like she's scared like what she did with rhea ripley at wrestlemania was unbelievable yes right because they went out there and tore the house down right so I hear you. But the most important chat that we've gotten all night, uh, Vicky L saying Alexis gets cash for his crowd singing counseling. I am so happy. It's not what you can do for me. It's what I can do for you. Corporate Alex. (laughs) Corporate Alex. My goodness. And Roy saying, I can't even be mad at this because the Yankees are so damn bad this year. Saying match swagging (laughs) this like it's batting third for the Yankees. Yeah, this is... This was a, a Josh Donaldson of matches, my friend. This was not good. And I wish I could be angry at your chat, but I can't. Uh, Louis just always doing things to pop me. God bless him. The headline of this is weekly long-ass bloodline recap slash bloodline drama part 69. Oh. I don't think he's been keeping track of the other 68 parts, but he knows my commitment to the 69 bit and God, bless I him. love that for you, Kate, so much. Thank you. I you do come too. into that 69 because God bless you. Because nice. Always. Nice. This is pretty yeah. well done, though. It is getting a little redundant and that I'm like, can we go a week without the Usos super kicking someone? But uh, I really liked one specific thing that they did in this and I will call it out, but we get Roman coming out saying that he's the one, he's the only one, which coincidentally is also a lyric from a Justin Bieber song, and that distracted me for a good like five minutes. But uh, I loved a few things here. The first being say him saying that he will give the Usos an infinite amount of chances as long as they come out, acknowledge him, and apologize, and they can all move forward. He's getting desperate. Like, I love that. Like, this guy is trying to maintain his posture but knows he needs the Uso. So he's going to give them an infinite amount of chances, not because they're family, but because he needs them. I adore it, adore it, adore it. The Usos have had enough of this shit, all right? 
they are past acknowledging or apologizing. It's about consequences for your actions. Family is talking of what happens when Roman loses. Roman hasn't been pinned in three years, but tomorrow night they're pinning him in that ring. This match has to end with Jey Uso putting his shoulders to the mat 100%. Tomorrow they go to war at Money in the Bank, and when Roman loses, he's the only one out. I adore them pivoting to the idea that they want Solo to be the tribal chief. This is such an interesting layer to me because Jay's saying, I don't even want that position, but we'll give it to Solo. And there's a million ways they can go with that. Solo could be the next tribal chief and the Usos could be the Usos. Jay could be doing that to manipulate Solo into coming over to his side. We could see Solo turn on Roman tomorrow because he's looking at strength and numbers fantastic little detail that adds dimension upon dimension upon dimension to this story. I loved it. It had absolutely no need to be this long, but the meat and potatoes of this was some really good stuff to go home on. Of course, there's a brawl after this. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, It's a go home episode of wrestling television. It's a bloodline episode of wrestling television. You put both of those in a pot. We're going home with the melee, but I thought this was a blast. Pulaski, what did you think? Um, it was, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, like it's, 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 I like, guess you said it's, it's, it, they, they do occasionally stuff like whatever, whatever it was three weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, where they have this awesome, uh, bit of, of life that gets breathed into this thing where, um, you know, where Jay, um, <clears throat> runs down this whole thing to Jimmy, like I then ends up with, okay, you're out. And I'm out to surprises everybody. Kicks Roman. It's an awesome moment. And then last week, Roman's on the show, so it doesn't count. Because if Roman's not on the show, it doesn't count. Mm. They don't do anything if Roman's not on the show. Mm. And then, then, then this week, it's like you're basically just treading water. Like, we knew what we were getting two weeks ago when they super kicked Roman and had the, had the brawl with, with Solo. And they were like, we've decided to break away from the bloodline. We knew because they started saying immediately, Civil War. Bloodline versus, and they've done nothing Seven. since then to change any of it. We, we've, we're at the same point going into Money in the Bank that we were coming out of that great segment two weeks ago. And this is the problem I have with WWE storytelling. They don't know what to do in the little, the little, like the little sub chapters. They don't yeah. know how to tell those stories. So they just do nothing. And then we just move on. Like that's kind of a thing like that they do. Like when, when, uh, when the, the Usos interrupted Solo during his match last week, and they ended up kicking him. <clears throat> okay, well, great. Basically the same thing he did last week. So, you know, like, they, they don't really do anything. And tomorrow, the match between them is going to be great. And depending on who wins, you see, you might see some movement of more story. But if they're going to hold off on the inevitable J versus Roman thing until... I mean, if they're not going to do it at SummerSlam, then they're not going to do it for a long time because that ain't happening at a B pay-per-view. So, like, right. they're going to wait on a long Rumble, time Rumble to or do Mania, that. Rumble, yeah. maybe. Like, that's now, okay, like, can you stretch out this story where we all know we're getting Jay versus Roman and hopefully Jay's the guy to beat Roman? Like, how do you stretch that out over six months? You guys are bad at telling stories. So occasionally there'll be some good moments in there, some good segments, but they're going to be like four of them over six months. And we just got to like hope the rest of them aren't bad. Yeah. My, my thing that makes me nervous is if, if they don't 
throw the title on Jay at SummerSlam. I don't want LA Knight to win this and then have a story where he unsuccessfully cashes in just to buy time. Like that would make me nervous. Um, I think Logan Paul's winning, but that's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see Logan Paul cashing it in at like Survivor Series to lose just to fill time and wasting all the momentum that he has. But um, I'm, in, I'm very intrigued by the solo thing because I think it could just be a way of gaslighting to get solo away from Roman. Um, Roy Zang saying that Bloodline story has less momentum than Mill Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Ouch. NBA team coming after all of the sports teams today. Sports, Milwaukee, north of Chicago. Mm -hmm. CM Punk, Chicago, CM Punk, just words, Mm -hmm. Chicago words, just words. Cardoza, what did you think of our our go home segment? I don't know what what the hell they're doing. I think Roman's winning tomorrow, so don't be surprised. This is money in the bank. It's just money in the bank. Why would they have Roman losing money in the bank? Well, he's not getting pinned. That's for sure. Correct. Solo might get pinned, but I think I think the Usos are losing this. Yeah, the Usos are losing in this. This is going to continue so that you can get that one on one because it's just not it's not right to have it like this in a four way. Right. So you're going to have that one on one. Like you said, later on in SummerSlam, you need something big for SummerSlam. It's the uh, the biggest party of the summer from what I hear. So, you know, <laughs> why? Why not extend the civil war? I think you guys are extra sour. I thought this was good. No, you can't. You can't. Oh, man. If no, he's definitely going to win it. You can't. Roman's. This is Roman's like time right now. It depends. I I think if if Jay is beating him at SummerSlam, Jay pins him in this. If they drag it out, who knows? But I like I like the solo wrinkle a lot because it at least it at least plants that seed of doubt that is so often lacking that what, what if like, solo turns on him the the the, the story <laughs> going into their to their one-on-one match is jimmy being kayfabe taken out right yes and, and solo walking out on roman <clears throat> on the go home show yeah and paul Heyman like not being there as well and it's just jay and it's just roman and that's oh. it one-on-one we, we don't have our brothers that's it and that's the story and during that, like, can Roman beat the guy who he started this whole thing against three years ago, one on one with nobody helping him? Can or, that, you know, but but I don't know if they'll actually do it. Or hear me out. Or Rikishi comes out right, and they stink face Paul Heyman and kick him out. Guys, that's our show sure. for tonight. Thank right? you so much for watching. Right? And then it becomes the real bloodline. And Rikishi becomes a new wise man, and everyone's happy. And they they just like throw egg in the entire crowd's face. Pulaski, is there anything you would like to sing? <laughs> wow! For this, you guys talk about this pick. yet? No, I refuse to. Oh um, yeah, that is the main event. Yes. My, well, Michael obviously, Cole said, Michael Cole said Dom versus Rhodes is the main event on a show where you have Seth versus Finn for the title, two Money in the Bank matches, and the Bloodline Civil War. They're going to make Cody versus Dom the, the main event. If they had a 20-foot neon flashing sign that said Brock Lesnar yeah. is here, <laughs> it would not be more obvious. I literally tracked. I'm not going to lie to you because I do this as a nerd. I tracked the WWE jet leave a certain location in the United States to go to London. And 
there's a person that lives in that location. So therefore, that person will be there. Uh, WWE is now advertising a triple main event: Dominic and versus Cody, Bloodline Civil War. I'm assuming right. the other. Are they really doing is... that for real? Is, you're not making that up. That's what Luis is typing it, to me right it's, now. Uh, they, oh, that's yes, right. It? Right, it seems to me that they're trying to top whatever Tony Khan was doing with a double main event over there. They're no, they do this triple. crap all the time. No, they, I yeah, know. I was just this... kidding, guys. I'm... Well, I hate it. That's why I say it. I, no, I know, I know. You, you can't have a triple main event. You That's could. It's a main event. You know that came down from the man up top, who's oh, zooming, it. who's zooming in. I hate it. I hate it so much. But <laughs> I'll give you a quick rampage rundown. Ooh. Since we are on during rampage now, our wage world title match you had Claudio versus Commander. Uh, that ended in a really fun way. I'm not going to spoil it for y'all. You had Spears. And Blade, you had QT and Johnny TV with Matt Hart versus Matt Hardy and uh, Cassidy. You had Ethan Page doing things that I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil it for you. A uh, segment from Yuta Wheeler and Hikaru Shida and Taya Valkyrie and what was probably a blast of a mesh, I'm going to assume. But you can catch that rundown. On the Collision Post Show now, we've got a lot going on tomorrow, ladies and gents. You've got your yeah, Collision yeah. Post Show with the wonderful Iridian Cresta star, Ed Riccicino, who saw on the Dynamite Post Show with Mr. Pulowski this Wednesday. you got me and Alex behind the paywall on Fightful Select with your alternate Money in the Bank Post Show. And you've got your main channel one as well. Hell of Is a wrestling weekend, weekend, baby. That's what I want to see. It has not stopped since last sunday right let's keep it going my god yeah nothing like a good train my of wrestling goodness gracious but <laughs> so guys let's just keep have it going, a safe man. and wonderful wrestling weekend uh let's hope that it's just a really really fun pay-per-view tomorrow i'm hoping for some la night yeah let's push for it but cardoza let's plug your shit yes ma'am thank you so much for letting me talk corporate alex here now um please follow me <laughs> On the Instagram at Alexis Cardoza. I'm only 40 away from 10,000. So if you lovely people here that are are on the uh, interwebs would like to follow me on there on the Instagram. That would are be you showing cool. clavicle? I will show you a little something. something. If I get to 10,000, I will. Bikini pics. I will gladly show you a little something. Running something. naked through the cornfield pictures, that is, people. That, if, please don't let that happen. Um, so, yeah. So you can follow me on there. And then uh, link in bio will take you to every other project i do here in in the northern american hemisphere fantastic and pulaski i don't want you to really plug anything but is there anything ah. you want to sing to the people before you left well um i wanted to say that uh if you were going to watch the rampage uh main event uh you should watch it while on a second screen uh watching my fightful select show I love where that. i did uh commentary for the main event as linda and when they did most of the main event in picture in picture Linda just reviewed the commercials. Um, <laughs> Let's go. So that was a lot of fun. And I think that's something we're going to be doing from now on because that was that turned out to be good. But uh, also I wanted to say, hey, hey, a.k.a. Ooh. I want to know ah. oh, 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 Let's if go. you'll be my podcast hosts. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Gotta give the applauses to this beautiful AKA team. That's right.
Guys, enjoy your loaded wrestling weekend. Whatever you decide to watch this weekend, enjoy it. We will see you on the next one. Subscribe to Fightful Select to catch me and Pulaski tomorrow covering your Money in the Bank pay-per-view. We're out of here. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.